Hey everyone, today is Wednesday, the 30th of September 2015. This is The Gap, episode 293. I'm Luke Laurie, with me is Job Gilroy. What's up, y'all? And that is it. That's it? That's the, the two of us tonight. A two-man crew. Yeah. Yep. How's your trip, right? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Where'd you uh, go? Sweden. Sweden. And I uh, saw, you know, Need for Speed and another game I'm not allowed to talk about. And uh, half the trip was good. Half the trip was good. The the half that you can't talk about? <laughs> Maybe. Um, no, Need for Speed was okay. You know, it was, apparently it's just not targeted at me. I'm not ta- the target demographic for that yeah. game. Yeah. Um, it is kind of weird. Like, it, they're not unskippable cutscenes, but they exist to hide loading, and the game is loading a lot of shit. Yeah. Like, the tech going on in the background to make, like, these cars like exist in the real world like scenes is simultaneously unbelievably impressive mm-hmm. and occasionally hilariously shithouse like like that's what you want though from FMVs right what? it's got to be cheesy and terrible is that what you want from an FMV um just cuz it's tradition yeah doesn't mean it's it's necessarily what you're aiming like commi- for. like they looked at command and conquer and went we can do this <laughs> and then everybody did it these are not the same standard that, that <laughs> command and conquer was set up. yeah yeah um but yeah so it's uh it's just a bit odd um especially cuz you've seen the the videos of the cars and like they take like they look like real life cars while they're in the f- FMV it in the kind garage. of cuts across yes. to the yeah. Um, most of the time that looks awesome, yeah. And then sometimes, yeah, it just looks so hardcore shit house that yeah, it's impossible to ignore. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I upset some of the devs because uh, they're like, "You can customize your car however you want." And I'm like, "Cool," and I uh, jump into the customized thing. With my, uh, I had a, I started off with a Honda Civic. Yeah. Uh, and I jumped into customization and, uh, yeah, I got a, uh, a decal for a tiger, like a tiger face. Yeah. And then I blew it up 4,000%, mm-hmm. stuck it on the front of my car. Yeah. And drove around like that and it was pixelated and looked like shit. <laughs> and they got upset. And they were just like, they'd like be walking past and they'd be like, what the fuck is that? Oh, that car looks really good to like the dude next to me. And then they'd go completely silent as they walk past me and I'd like see them in the reflection of the TV mm. and they'd be like glaring <laughs> and then like just <laughs> like, yes, yeah, scr- scrunched lips and just like glaring and walk past and then they'd be like, yeah, I really like what you've done with your Subaru or whatever. Yeah. Did you ask why are you not using vector graphics? <laughs> Why, when I blow this up, does it not look amazing? Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, that was good. Anyway, um, we, that that's a teaser. We should leave that for the end. Totes. Because I want to otherwise tell you about other will... things in Sweden. Well, uh, really, I, I wanted to quickly mention um, that uh, I'd heard you're not a very good reviewer. If you would have listened to last week's show. Well, <laughs> I did actually listen to some of last week's show. And it turns <laughs> out that I am. I don't Apparently know. Not a great reviewer. Yeah. Uh, according to some. According to some. Did uh, you want to start there? I thought you'd just open up with that, but you went on. Oh, I was going to leave it for later, but no, it's just, this is a good place to go. I just haven't, like, 
I don't... It is such an odd... Like, all... Everything around this fucking thing is so weird. Like, it's... It's weird that... Not a lot of people seem to care. And it's weird that he would do this at all. And it's weird that... This is a situation... This is something that occurs. Hmm. Right? So, basically, if you didn't hear last week's episode... Because I wasn't on it. And you're like, I don't listen to the show when Job isn't on it. Which makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Um... We actually did really good numbers last week. I think it was our highest we've done in a while. No, no, I'm not. I'm not joking. <laughs> Fucking great numbers last week. God damn it. <laughs> um, but yeah. So if you um, if you do have, if you don't have any idea of what I'm talking about, Ross Simons, the CEO of Big Ants, who created Rugby League Live Three, uh, is a notorious scumbag. <laughs> Um, he's a, he's a piece of shit, really. Um, but what happened is I reviewed Rugby League Live 3. I gave it a 5 out of 10, which is, uh, the highest score I've ever given a Rugby League game, I think. Um, tied equal first place with Rugby League Live 2, which I also gave a 5 out of 10. And, uh... And I said, you know, there's promise here, but it still needs work. It doesn't compare with the games like FIFA or NBA, which are coming out literally in weeks at, a at the same price or cheaper. No, they're cheaper. They're all cheaper. Yeah. FIFA yeah. was $64. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah, basically, I said, yeah. Look, uh, if you're a, a rugby league diehard, you're going to get this anyway. But if you're looking for a sports game, critically, yeah, this isn't the sports game for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and he jumped on their forums and he just started shit talking me. He's like, "Oh, Oz gamers don't pay their reviewers. This is some work experience kid who uh, doesn't know what he's talking about." Um, I know this for a fact, Uh, like, seriously, he's just a work experience kid. Uh, It's really sad that it's come to this. But he removed your review from the review thread and made a dedicated thread. Well, see, so there's there's an interesting timeline to these events. Because, uh, so that happened while it was still in the reviews thread. And then I jumped in immediately and I wrote, Ross, come on, mate. You're, you know, you're having a, having a bit of a laugh here. That's not how it went down. Uh, don't start making shit up just because, you know, you're upset with the review. And uh, <clears throat> then he lost his mind. <laughs> like, lost his mind. So he had another serve after I said that. Um, oh, yeah, you know, they don't get paid. They're not very professional. It's, it's filled with factual errors, um, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and then I wake up the next morning and he's deleted all of my posts. So I, I've, I've continued to sort of defend myself against him and his many, many, like, legions of dick sucking fans. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And basically, I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to be polite. I'm trying to be, you know, reasonable to a group of people who are straight up attacking me. They're not attacking the review because the review, like, there's no leg to stand on there. Like, they can't attack the review because there's nothing wrong with it, right? 
So instead, they attack me. Oh, you mustn't like rugby league. Oh, you mustn't be from Australia. Oh, etc., etc. And it's all, always this sort of horseshit. So I, I'll reply with, no, actually, I grew up around rugby league. You know, I have been to hundreds of Broncos games. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm pretty, you know, I'm, I don't watch it now much. But, uh, yeah, I know rugby league. I know the rules. Uh, and I grew up around it, so because you, you found a better sport, right, in basketball, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> less I, bullshit. You know, I, I actually get to watch quality athletes, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I replied to that. You know, uh, um, yeah, all the other shit that they they talk about, like my review. Oh, you're not Australian, actually, I am Australian. Etc. Etc. And I basically went through point by point, explaining all these things. Why didn't you mention Fan Hub? You, you know, said it was good for one second. Um, why, why didn't didn't you mention it more? I'm like, well, it's 1,400 words of review already. Uh, like, surely I'm not expected to continue writing forever. Like, yeah, I'm just. It didn't write that grand dimension. It's literally just a function for sharing created players which has existed in other sports games for a decade so you don't get like a pat on the back for finally catching up to the rest of the fucking world okay um anyway uh oh and the other thing was that uh steve had put up the wrong uh screenshots on the um on the review and so they are having a go about that and i'm like well uh, yeah, I I don't put the screenshots in the review. I send the copy across. My editor made an error, but I'll get onto him and it'll be fixed. And uh, I actually just dug into the back end. So I immediately went into the game and started a game. And then I took some screenshots. I took about, I don't know, 90 screenshots. And then I picked four of the worst. <laughs> And One, I put them into they the, had screen tearing on them as well. Yes, they the did. Screenshots because it, it's like happening all the time. That actually wasn't even intentional. I saw the screen tearing. I'm like, oh fuck! Now I have to go. Now I have to pick different ones. And then I went looking for different ones, and I couldn't find ones without screen tearing. Yeah. Uh. And then he was like, he's he's edited the images or something. He was saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so then, yeah, so, well, that, that that came later as well. But, yeah, so I replaced the screenshots and, uh, and so, that, yeah, that wasn't a problem anymore. It was, like, the, the wrong screenshots for barely yeah. two hours. But he kept going on about it. But it was, yes, it's it's a major problem. Um, if, if he hadn't, so after that, uh, he deleted all my posts and, uh, and he said, if you're going to delete my posts over at OzGamers, then I'll delete yours. I guess you can't, you can dish it out, but you can't take it, can you? And I reply with, what are you talking about, Ross? He wasn't I posting. can't delete posts, but no, no, no posts have been deleted. That is lunacy. Like now you are just making shit up for no reason. <laughs> and uh, he's like, oh, you know, you did delete my posts. I'm like, no, you deleted my posts, except for the ones that you edited. You've edited my posts to create an argument against your edit. And that's what's happened in one of the posts. 
he uh he edited it down uh, and cut cut a bunch of stuff out of it mm. just so he could then attack what I said in that edited version of the post. And he's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't write anything for you. I'm like, no, that doesn't matter. If you strip something of all context and delete, like, everything relevant in the fucking post, then what the fuck are you, like, how the fuck does your brain work? Anyway, so that, that went on for a bit. Um, like, just back and forth, back and forth. And... You know, all these dick-sucking fans are all, you know, G'ing him up, and they're like, Oh, you're doing well, Ross. Oh. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm, taking, I'm, I'm now screenshotting literally everything I do, just to make sure. Um, but at one point, like, eventually it gets to the stage where I'm like, Buddy, this is what's happening, okay? You are blatantly lying about editing my posts. Everyone can see that you've edited it, Ross, though. Because on your stupid forum software, it says, edited by Ross, okay? <laughs> and then I screenshot it, and then I circled it in paint, <laughs> and then I posted the screenshot to the, to the forum, and then I was banned. <laughs> um, I sent him a PM uh, a little bit before this, uh, wherein I said, look, mate, uh, this might be getting a bit out of hand. Uh, if you would like to make a complaint about my review to my editor, uh, feel like feel more than welcome to. Here is his uh, email because uh, I worry that this is straying into an area that might uh, get libelous. Mm. Uh, not not accusing him of libel, not accusing anyone of libel, but I was worried that I was going to say something pretty soon where I accused him of being a lying scumbag cheat because <laughs> uh, he is. Let me make it clear, a fucking fraudster, a lying scumbag fraudster deliberately attempting to scam money from people, to the best of my knowledge. Um, I was afraid I was going to write that, and then he'd, he'd lawyer up, and uh, and yeah, then it wouldn't be any fun anymore. Um, but anyway, so he jumps on, uh, like, eventually he works out how to read his PMs. That was another thing, uh, like, weeks ago... Uh, before the review went up, I just posted a post, like, asking for some help. I was trying to work out something about the, uh, the way the online works. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah, custom teams and shit. Um, and he actually jumped on and answered the question. And I didn't mention that I was a game reviewer because I have no obligation to mention that. I was asking on a public forum for random person help from anyone at all not from a dev i didn't specifically ask to speak to a dev or anything like that all i said was can someone give me some help mm. i'm trying to work out what's going on here anyway so eventually he like that penny's dropped as well and uh he's going oh oh i just just worked out that you are the guy that asks questions that's even more unprofessional you're super unprofessional i can't believe you come on here hiding that you're a reviewer and ask questions about my game, uh, ask me questions about my game, and then try to use them against me in your review. And I'm like, no, that didn't happen. Okay, I asked a question, and then you answered it. That is the end of that, okay? At that point, I had bought the game myself, and I had asked the question about a game I bought. I was a fucking customer, okay? Not some fucking journalists attempting to scoop you on how your fucking online shit works because your help menus are a fucking joke anyway so uh 
I didn't say that. I said, congratulations, Ross, on working out how to search a user's post history on your own forums. That's a great success for you. <laughs> and that upset him quite a bit. Anyway, so then he banned me. And uh, after he banned me, uh, he continued to talk shit. He split the review of uh, thread in half. And by in half, I mean the reviews thread is still currently two pages long. And uh, the thread he split reviews. it out to is 16 pages long. <laughs> yeah. uh, 16 pages of him talking shit about me in a thread that he titled Joby the Oxygen Thief. Uh, and let's just remember that this is a man who has maintained for a long time that by going on his forum and asking a question as a customer, I was being unprofessional. And I'm starting to see why he thinks that's unprofessional. It's because he has no fucking concept, no idea at all of what professionalism is. Like, he just, it just doesn't scan for him. Mm. That's just not how his brain works. He's like, oh, oh yeah. No, you know what is professional? I should deliberately attack a journalist for giving my game a negative review. And, um, but what isn't professional is if a customer asks me a question and gets an answer. That's not professional. Uh, yeah, no, that, that makes sense to me. Yeah. He lives in opposite land. Because he's a fucking lunatic. He's a fraudulent, lying, <laughs> cheating, scumbag lunatic. Um, but yeah, no, so he continues to, it, like, he continues to bring it up. Uh, you can, like, he brings it up quite a bit. Uh, someone made a post about NBA, the new NBA game. Apparently it's not great on PC. And, uh, well, seems like a good opportunity to attack Job. Uh, yeah, jumped at the chance. Um, yeah, he has a, a major hate boner for me, which is uh, almost endearing if I wasn't banned and therefore couldn't re respond hmm. to his idiocy. Uh, but yeah, so that that that's like basically the events as they occurred. Um, but... And so, like, so once someone sent me the basketball thread. Yeah. And, uh, I've, like, I'm like, fuck this. I'm digging into it deeper. And, uh, so I went through all his posts. Yep. And it's not just me. IGN wrote a review and he made, he linked, uh, to an article about how all game journalists are corrupt. Uh, IGN gave them a six out of ten. Nathan. No, no, this was a different IGN review. This oh, was okay. Rugby League Live 2. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, he, he linked to say that all uh, game journalists are corrupt. Oh. Um, good game. Smashed AFL Live, I think. Mm -hmm. And uh, he smashed them back. Uh, yeah, anytime he gets a bad review for one of his bad games, yep. uh, which are consistently bad, because he's bad at his job, um, yeah, he smashes them on his forums and it seems like if they go on to defend themselves uh he will ban them yeah yeah because he's a dickhead um so yeah that's pretty weird what's what i found weird was like as far as i could tell the only people who cared were you <laughs> and me i was on there giving him shit yeah and or nobody else seemed to give a shit nobody else seemed to care at all like everyone a lot of people just sort of let it go. Actually, Matt Hewson, 
uh, from player two. Player two, uh, he gave them a serve, but he he gave them a, not a negative review, just uh, don't buy it. Yeah. Um, well, I guess that is. A negative well, they review. don't. They don't. Uh, they don't I'm pretty score. sure his site doesn't have scores, and he just wrote. Yeah. He he wouldn't recommend it or, or yeah. something like that. Um. But and they so they jumped onto his website, right, and started messaging him about that review his stuff or, or I don't know if it was Ross right but it was people from that studio yeah and then he hit them up after he saw the shit that was going on with you he started messaging them and then being like oh I've just realised that this is probably you that's been unbelievable saying this shit but then we were out like last night and um, I think Adam was saying he's had problems with them as well in the past or something uh, was uh, no Adam was saying <clears throat> he'd seen yeah them get up to their the tricks that yeah. they they pull um yeah it's just i don't understand why people don't care but that's the, that's the, the problem is, is that to ex- like like obviously nobody likes getting a negative review and i i dig that like i totally get it nobody mm. likes negative feedback um but i mean let's let's face the facts Rugby League Live 3 wouldn't be half the game it was if it wasn't for me because every single fix um, that they've made is something that I told them they needed to fix. Obviously, a lot of people have said things that need to be fixed, but negative reviews is how they realize shit needs to be fixed. Yep. Right? So, yeah, they grow as a company. They get better based on negative reviews. So they fucking, they owe us at least that. Um, but at the same time, you don't do it in public. Yeah. Fucking lunatic. Make a fake account. Yeah. Like, the thing I was saying last week, uh, I don't know if you listen to the whole thing, but, like, you've had developers contact you or call you over Skype and, and talk about your review and the things you didn't like. Yeah. Like, that's what a developer does when, 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 uh, you know, most of the time. Yeah. Uh, decent developers. Yeah. And they'll want to hear the problems or, or... Um, you know, we brought up that, that example last week where you, you know, you're n- normally pretty um, using the whole scale on the reviews. And when you give something like Diablo 3 a, a 5 out of 10 and, and put complaints in there, and then a year later, those things you complained about have been removed from the game. Yeah. And you face like a week of people just shitting on you. Like I saw today, um, there was a NeoGAF thread. Someone was talking about The Witcher 3 and how the combat wasn't very good. Really? And the first three pages was the majority of people being like, yeah, the combat's pretty terrible. It's really bad. And I was like, <laughs> where the fuck were all these people when Job... Well, well we all said it wasn't great. Yeah. Um, but, like, you put your video up and it got slammed by all the Witcher fans. Um, Polygon. And then... Oh, Polygon even, Yeah. And then, um, you know, saying that the combat is not great, you should probably play it on easy because, you know, it had problems with the movement and the randomness of it. Yeah. They've since implemented better movement. And I would say they pro- they probably are working on some combat tweaks, but mm. just shit like that where, like, you-, you try and be critical and you get fucking smashed by people. Yeah. Yeah. It does kind of suck. And it, there were even people on the forum being like, yeah, he's got points. He's, like, he's, he just does have leave a lot him of alone. Points, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you should be like this, Ross. And those are those are people on his side. Yeah. And then, like, inevitably, some of them flipped back again. But, jeez. They were coming over to Oz Gamers and posting. Yeah. They yeah. disappeared quickly as well. One of those guys. Huh? Some One of those guys disappeared quickly. He, he was talking 
some weird shit. And then, oh, the guy who was telling me that I was bad, um, uh, a bad reviewer, yeah, and, and he used to be a reviewer should, or some shit. Yeah, and maybe I should, uh, maybe <laughs> I should just write on some blogs and get some practice in. Yeah. Oh, and he was okay. going about budget information. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I'm not sure oh, you are Can we talk reviewer. about this? Can we talk about this budget shit, <laughs> right? Like, the reason, their reasoning is that, you know, at the end of the day, it gets sold for $100 so that the big ant can make a small profit on the game mm-hmm. because rugby league is a niche game and so it doesn't have a large market. And so he's like, you know, why didn't you put in any examples? You know, if it'd be... It'd be one thing if you could point to, like, a German handball game, which released at a budget price, because, you know, they need to have a leg to stand on. But that never happens, okay? Whenever a niche sport comes out, it releases at full price, because it needs to, to make the money. Why did he pick German handball? (laughs) Instantly! Niche sports. Like, in the fucking Oz Gamers thread, I linked to him the fucking press release for the last German handball game to come out, where it was budget-priced. Like, what the fuck? Why would you pick that example, you fucking lunatic? (laughs) Holy shit. I can't understand it. Like, it was... When I saw it, right, I thought he was trolling. I thought he was, like, deliberately trying to like point some shit out to me or something i was going i was getting fucking hella freaked (laughs) out i'm like no way no way he'd pick that fucking oh my god anyway um yeah no they they get released at a budget because they are budget games yeah they look like budget games they play like budget games if rugby league live three cost a bit less i know Nathan sort of touched on this last week. Did did the budget, uh, did the cost of the game impact my score at all? Mm-hmm. And it did. It really did. Like, would I score it higher? Uh, no. But I wouldn't be but, as critical of yeah, it. Yeah, at the end you would be like, well, it's, you know, I've given it a five, but it's a $20 game. It's or, a $20 game. Or so- $30 game or 40 Like, you base your opinion on that. Yeah. <laughs> Like yeah, I've given it a five, but it, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's a forty buck game. Fuck it, like it's yeah. it, it'll get you your fix until the next one comes out, right? Like fuck. Hmm. Anyway, um, I the the other thing like people keep saying is you know do you not want rugby league games to exist anymore? Yeah. And that couldn't be further from the truth. I just want them to be good. Why, why is it like, <laughs> why would you want bad games? <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, why would you, oh, I just want a rugby league game. No. Right? Like, you don't eat your own shit just because you're hungry. Right? Like, you don't, oh, That's your bear I'm so hungry. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to second harvest. That doesn't fucking happen. You wait for food. Fuck. Yeah. Anyway, it is, yeah, like, every time I see something new, I yeah, it's just mind-boggling, because he has been, he's been doing it for years, and it's just a terrible someone fucking way to, to go about shit. Yeah, and the, the, the problem is, the only side I can see someone doing something about is Kotaku in Australia. Yeah. Like, the, the Oz gamers can't say anything because, because he thinks you've got it out for them. Yeah. So, if you do write something, then 
he actually thinks uh, Ozgamers has it out for him. Yeah. Because um, Steve got fired from Game Arena mm-hmm. when he complained about Steve's review of a- the AFL game from mm. years ago. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that was back before Game Arena came under the wing of a plucky upstart young editor who had, uh, you know, big ideas and uh, just enough pluck to take as much of Telstra's money as he could before they shut it all down and deleted all his hard work. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Oh, he edits Wikipedia posts as well. I'm pretty sure it's him, as far as I can tell. I've done some digging around. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's been editing Wikipedia so that the lowest scores yeah. for his games don't actually... Show up. Show up, yeah. Yeah. Oh. But, yeah, like, there's... There's what Ozgamers, GameSpot, IGN. Yep. Though those type of sites don't really get into that sort of thing. No. Like, and the, the probably the biggest one is Kentaku, but it doesn't look like he's interested at all. Yeah. About it, and then like, who makes? They they're probably the most vocal in terms of getting an audience. Yeah. Um, unless you go through other channels like a a worldwide channel somewhere like an N4G or yeah, where shit like that just kicks up. Yeah. Or NeoGAF or... Like, I don't know, unless you go on, like, a public area. I'm working on chronicling it, and I might post it on NeoGAF or Reddit or something. And yeah. Like, see if I can get some eyes on it. But I'm mostly working on chronicling it for my own. Like, just to get a... Just in case something blown timeline written down so that... Yeah, just in case something bananas you comes know, out of it. Two years from now, when Reddit... Sorry, Big Ant. Big Ant goes under because they're not making any money. Yeah. That he doesn't come out and be like, it's because of that Job Gilroy person. Yeah. That's, he, he ruined us. Yeah. <laughs> or alternatively, it's also so that when Rugby League Live 4 comes out and they ask why I didn't review it, I can say, uh, I don't feel like I can review these games, but I will give you a, uh, you know, just a, you know, op-ed opinion piece about it <laughs> yeah. um but yeah i can't put a score on it because that wouldn't be terribly ethical mm. but yeah anyway bananas yeah just i love me some internet drama though <laughs> it's pretty funny I love it. yeah it's pretty funny he blocked me on twitter as well oh it is which on the the actual big ant twitter page studios okay. has blocked me on twitter yeah Hilarious. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah. Good fun. Yup. All right. Should we talk about games? Let's More. talk about games. Uh, what do we start off with? Metal Gear. Metal Gear? Yeah, I'm still going with that. Um, Where are you up to? I, I haven't played much in the last couple of days because we've been playing something else. Yep. But uh, uh, I, I'm at a, like, mission... Th- 33-ish. Oh, okay. It just got to the point where I thought it was at the end of the game. Yep. And then it's like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and then it showed all this other shit. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm, I think I'm done with this for a while. <laughs> I think Mission 35 is like one of my highlight moments in gaming, let alone yeah. that game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, like, I'll get back to it. It's just been like this last week has just been insane with things happening oh yeah so i haven't so had it's a gonna ch- keep getting harder as well yeah and i'm like i i still want to play it like i don't not like it but um 
it's just it's just hard like i'm trying to play other things and you know i don't want to sit on one game for a, a month and just have me talk about that i like to to um get some other things in there yeah definitely anyway uh yeah that's still um it's really good i i, I that that boss fight you were talking about um the one you were like get rocket launches oh yeah that was a fucking shit boss fight <laughs> just like i haven't really enjoyed any of the boss fights i've had in the game uh yeah um the one with the flaming with johnny storm yeah was interesting but like they haven't done anything that's like oh that's fucking awesome it's just like you run around and shoot a dude for five minutes or whatever yeah and and my main issue with that big boss fight was that you're you're calling in support like a lot or you're not even calling it in it just drops for you because you're running out of ammo um i wasn't like if i had if i didn't have a rocket launcher i don't know how the fuck i would have finished that that mission um there are there's obviously points on this boss that you can shoot and it takes more damage but i did that like once and didn't know what the fuck else to do yeah uh without looking it up i don't know if there are more places you can shoot at or if you just there are options there are there are tanks yeah okay see but at that stage i'm already in the mission like i can't like it's already checkpointed um it checkpoints at the start of the mission yeah but i'm i'm in it like i can't i can't stop and call in a a tank can i at that stage oh no 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 hey which one are we talking about uh the giant mech yeah yeah, no, there's tanks just littered all over the battlefield. Oh, I don't fucking you know. You just fucking jump in them. Yeah, anyway, it only took me like two or three goes, but it just... It like fucking 12. Oh, okay. It's very annoying. But when I got to the end, I was like, well, I didn't make any money off that at all. I was like negative 120,000 or something. Right. Uh, because, not not from um, me calling in, well, it was because of support calls, yeah. but it was doing it by itself when I was running out of yeah, ammo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was like, well, I don't, I don't want... A support drop right now i've still got other shit i can do yeah um yeah and it was just super annoying my cat's very hungry yep um anyway so that's that's still good fun um but i i just felt like i needed a break after it was like chapter two i was like oh man i've got to um chill out for a bit and see what happens yeah i remember when i got to chapter two and like i felt my stomach sink because I was busting my ass to fucking finish this game. I'm like, I think I'm nearly finished this game. And then I beat the fucking, that boss fight. And, uh, and it goes, next time on Metal Gear Solid. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, some of the best shit's coming up. Yep. Yeah. Oh. oh, well. Um, Heroes of the Storm. Oh, you've been playing that again? Yeah, I've been jumping in there. Uh, I got some... On the PTR or just... Uh, what's PTR? Public Test Roll? Yeah. No. I, I've pretty much just been playing the, um, the, the packs, the, the, the bits where you go in and try and unlock shit. Oh, right. So just individual characters. Um, and then trying to make gold, basically, to unlock more characters. Uh, and I got a stim pack, which boosts your gold and xp rate oh okay um that was dropped for me for some reason cool one stage yeah so um i uh been playing a bunch of that messaging jeremy while he's been playing and asking him for what i should buy with (laughs) all my gold yep um so yeah it's been been fun i enjoy it like it's something to 
I've got 10 minutes to, to spare, like, I'll um, just have a quick game. Yeah. Um, and the thing I've been really impressed about, I put this on Twitter, but I think the matchmaking at my level is quite good. Yeah. I don't. I can't speak for people like Jeremy who has played a thousand games or whatever. <clears throat> yeah, of course. Um, but I, I'm not finding that I'm being put with people that don't know how to play this genre. Right, yeah. And, um, yeah, like, people, like, they understand what's going on. Like, I'm not having some, like, they understand positioning and what they should be doing. And I've only played 20 games or something like that. So, or 25 yeah. games. I would expect that, um, that, like, I'd be running into noobs and shit. Right. And then <laughs> just be stuck with, like, oh, having to carry people or something, but I haven't found that at all. Yeah. Which I've been super impressed with. And I don't know how they're doing that. Whether yeah. it's they're tracking um your Steam clicks profile. or something. <laughs> yeah, or maybe they're tracking my Steam profile. Oh. Two thousand hours. Mm, maybe we shouldn't dump them with Yeah, uh, with people that know what they're doing. Goofballs. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, I've been pretty happy with that. Cool. Um what else? Ah. Here's one I can talk about. Frog Fractions 2. What? Yeah. How? <laughs> well, I don't know if I'm playing it. Um, How are you playing Frog Fractions 2? So, here's the story. About a week ago, there was an update that went out on Frog Fractions 2's Kickstarter page. Right. And um, it's about a dude talking about brewing beer. Right. Okay. Yep. Okay. It goes for a couple minutes. Fair enough. And then it stops. Uh, so, Kickstarter was what? 2012, I think, for it? Was it? And the, the estimated date was, I think, September 2015. Right. Um, and there's been posts of the guy that created it being like... I think his name's Jim. Uh-huh. I feel like I've got... I can't remember that name. Um, but him being like, look, we're not going to say when it comes out, but... If it gets to the stage where it's it's been a couple months and nobody really has found it, then we'll start putting hints out. Right. Um, anyway, so that's that that was a while back. He said this, um, and then this video went up the other day. Right. And everyone was like, "What the fuck is going on?" So um, during the video, there were stages where the audio cuts, like it cuts out for a second, then starts looping a couple times. It does it three times. And then people were trying to figure out, like, oh, maybe it's a code for something, or, like, or maybe he's just fucking with us, or... Anyway, uh, we, we found out that once you, um, you get the words that he says after the loop, it turns out to be a, a website. Right. Um, and it was decaytruth.info. You go to that site, and then it's a homepage for this, this beer brewing company that's, um... That, that's on the logo of this video as well and then it just looks like a fucking uh like a geocities website right. from um from like 20 years ago and uh it, there's really not much on it other than just weird shit about about us and the people that run it and anyway um so where we're at at the moment is you click on the policy page and we found a login button down here. Huh? This might not be fucking anything. Like, no idea. Uh, and this is where we're at <laughs> right now. Wow. 
There's a 30-page thread on this ARG site yeah. at the moment of people trying to figure out what the fuck is going... Not, there's not many people that have realized that this is happening. Um, yeah. So, we're just trying to sort through it at the moment. But someone um, found a login and password. I, I was fucking this close to this part. Um, if you typed in admin password at this stage, or admin admin mm. as a username and password, it'll let you edit the page. Uh, and someone went in there and made a couple changes, uh, and then that was quickly locked down. Um, they took the login away, and then uh, we were like, "Oh, maybe we weren't supposed to do that bit." But then the login came back, and the password was not working anymore. Uh-huh. Um, so it was like you were able to go, go in there and change a little text and shit. So that looked like it turned out to be a mistake. But since then, the login page has, has come back, um, and there's some other weird things in the source code that. We're still trying to figure out whether or not that means anything. But when I when I was in there being like trying to fuck around with it, I was like, oh, maybe admin password might be, like because generally in IT you kind of learn what the username, the, the defaults, default logins yeah. are. Uh, and I tried admin password, and I think I tried administrator password or administrator administrator. I didn't try admin admin. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, this is where it's kind of at at the moment, and. We don't know what next step is. Um, he releases these, these like audio podcasts every couple of weeks and they're just random bullshit. And, um, people are trying to decipher whether or not that's got something to do with it. And it ties in and the password is, is in there somewhere or, uh, it's just super crazy. We don't really know what's happening at the moment. Wow. Game of the year, huh? Um, so that's, that's what I've been doing with this for the last week. Nice. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we got somewhere. True. So, yeah. Yeah. Found cool. a website. Yep. Um, no frog fractions. No f- well, he always said it wasn't going to be frog fractions too. Yeah. But it, it is mm. in a weird way. Yeah. Uh, so it could be. I, I don't know. Don't know what it could be. <laughs> it's super strange. <laughs> uh, but the thing I can't believe is that was like two years ago, three years ago. Yeah, I know. That's been honest. Ages ago. Holy shit. Yeah. All those years ago. So maybe in the next couple of weeks, I'll have Ooh. something more to talk yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're any good at ARGs, go go check that shit out so we can figure out what, what we're supposed to be doing. Yep. Cause let us know. Yeah. Let us know first. Yeah. Before anyone. Yeah. Totes. What else we got? Um, Rainbow Six Siege. Rainbow Six Siege. Beta. The best game that doesn't work half the time. <laughs> the best game that doesn't work. The best game that Job can't play. Uh, yep. That Job's not allowed to play for some reason. Uh, yeah, so the beta for this started on, what, Thursday? Yeah, something like that. And I got in on Sunday? Sunday? <laughs> uh, I raged so much about that. I was so fucking salty. All I wanted to do was play with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and it just wouldn't let me. Um, yeah, so Nathan and I played... Uh, about six hours on Saturday and the whole time we were messaging Job just saying stupid shit uh, like have you tried checking your spare mail and, uh, <laughs> and the worst thing was that like Luke had said oh you should check your spare mail and, and then I'm like said yeah I've done that I'm not new and then Nathan would send it five minutes later <laughs> fuck because we were in a game and we were talking to each other on Skype because we're with his brother as well. We're playing yeah. with his brother. 
and he thought it was the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> oh, pack of dicks. So, uh, but eventually I did get in. We played uh, a fair amount. We were playing with uh, Fjarn and uh, Dre Three Money. Dre. Dre. Yeah, Dre Money. Dre uh, and Fire Fire Fan, I think Fire he was Fan? being called at okay. one stage. Um, Mine was easy. It's just my name. True. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so we're playing, um, yeah, like Terrorist Hunt for a bit. Yep. We did some matchmaking, and that's versus mode. Um, but yeah, Terrorist Hunt's good fun when you've got a coordinated team. It's always matchmaking, actually, but, yeah. I like matchmaking the most. Terrorist Hunt has some issues, I think. Like Still. what? Uh, I don't like the randomness of the the AI going outside. That uh, just yeah. breaks they it for me. Outside. I've watched them spawn outside. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just stupid. Yeah. Um, yeah, they shouldn't be spawning behind you. Um, I would like it. I would prefer it if they all existed on the map. Yeah, inside the house. At the start, yeah. Like as a, as a terrorist, or, or sorry, not as a terrorist. Or maybe the outsiders. I don't know. Whatever. As an opposing opposition on the other t- the other game, if you go outside the house, yeah, you get marked. Yep. Those rules don't apply here at all. Yeah. No, they don't. Um. So yeah. Uh. It's a hardcore um five vs five team focused shooter, and uh yeah, you can blow holes through walls. Uh, you can shoot through walls or doors or floors. Uh, all kinds of shit. I was um, I was playing today in uh, just just me and a bunch of randos, and um, I had the heartbeat sensor, mm-hmm. and so I'd look around, and uh, yeah, I look up with my heartbeat sensor, and we're in um, the kill house, and there was a dude, a heartbeat directly above me, and so pop 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 pop. And down he goes with some fucking Bruce Willis shit. He's watching on his screen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was cool. Uh, yes, yeah, shooting through walls. I don't know. It just... Some of the coolest shit in movies involves, sh- sh- like, shots through walls and shit. Yeah. Like, uh, The Matrix, when he gets shot in the leg, running away, and in Snatch... When uh, he tells Harry to pull his socks up and... Bad Boys. Um, bad Boys yeah, 2. Yeah, Bad Boys 2. Uh, yeah. So it's it's it just works really well in this. Oh, except when you're the one being shot at. True. Yeah. Because you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, and is there hit markers? No. No, yeah. That would be a problem. I think there were hit markers when we played... Um, at Ubisoft's offices. Okay. And I was complaining about that because you shouldn't have hit markers telling you when you're shooting someone through a wall. Oh. There was. Yeah, there was in when we played, but there I don't think there is in the beta. Yeah. Yeah, I think they got rid of them. Um, no. But, um, yeah, like... Yeah, apart from that one thing, uh, yeah, no, I really enjoy it. Especially, uh, sometimes, you know, like, there's 30 seconds left on the clock, you're defending, you're in the basement area of that uh, kill house. Harrison base, yeah. And, uh, 
all of like uh, there's just so much wall there that is uh is penetrable by gunfire mm-hmm. and so you hear the footsteps you hear them come down the stairs and you're like well here we go you got your p90 and you just fucking spray along the wall and you know you get people you fucking know it <laughs> and uh sometimes you don't get the kill but they're hurting enough to have either stopped or they'll um yeah they'll like detour or they get inside and they've got no health left anyway but yeah fucking really good fun uh we were playing 4v5 so there was four of us in a proper team um against five randoms we're doing everyone like well us yeah yeah on sunday yeah yeah we're doing pretty well yeah we won pretty much every game i think we did win in every game yeah we had frogman in there at one stage Oh, yeah, Frogman. He didn't know what he was doing. Uh, fucking liability. Uh, he was all right. But, yeah. You know, like, I thought the heroes stuff was going to be a problem. But I actually found uses for almost all of them. Mm. And it's good that you can't have more than one of them. Yeah. Because otherwise you'd have... You can break the game. Yeah. Some pretty awful... Like, I think everyone would probably just go fuse. Fuse, I like, yeah, I like Fuse. Like, Fuse's got a shield. Fuse's got a fucking grenade-launching, breaching-charge thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, Fuse's got it all. As Fuse, I like to slam the thing on, pull the trigger, it pops the grenades into the room, Mm -hmm. and then you wait for them to shoot the fuck out of that window, because they always do. Uh, And then you just sort of sidle over, and there's holes in the window. And you can sort of see directly inside and shit. Yeah. And just fucking own people. <laughs> um, yeah, that's always good fun. Um, but yeah. Like, yeah, I like the heroes, but I just love the gameplay. The only real question is whether or not it's going to be worth uh, the price of a full game. Yeah, that's one thing I've been thinking about is the price of it. Because yeah. um, I've been thinking a lot about the game. Uh, things I don't like about it, things I do like, and prices obviously something that's coming to question with me recently for it yeah um, i don't think it's worth the price at the moment um not when their competition is a game like counter-strike right that's a 20 dollar game yeah or a 30 dollar game um and the majority of it is multiplayer yep so it's 11 maps or something uh when you you when you're going up a game against a game like counter-strike yeah um, and you are charging triple the price. It's hard to justify that initial cost of it. And then is the player base big enough if, if you're not selling as many units? And then how yep. quickly does that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Counter-Strike's fucking huge. It's like the second, second biggest game on Steam. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, I, I don't know about that price point. I mm. think it's a mistake. Yeah, I think so too. I, I think, yeah, I definitely think it's it's too expensive for what it is. But at the same time, I can't wait to play it. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to play it again. And that's the... I think that's the... Like, it might be evolving its way out of contention. Like, it might be, yeah, just unbelievably compelling, but too expensive for people to justify the, the price. Yeah, it's coming out at a good time, though. Like, there's nothing else really out at that, that stage. What is it? December. December 1st. It's yeah. one of the last games that comes out. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people will be knee-deep in... Fallout. Yeah. Uh, and isn't there another game out? 
At that stage? Yeah. That week? No. Um, Call of Duty? Star, Star Wars Battlefront. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's going to have trouble. Yeah. Although another multiplayer-only uh, shooter. Yeah. But... Mm, that's got some extra... Well, it's got Star Wars. Yeah, it's got Star Wars, the yeah. title. Yeah. It'll probably be fine. Uh, I need to sneeze again. Yeah. Um, you can switch the mic off. <laughs> There's... Um, yeah, the other things I'm not... I'm not... Um, I'm still not sure about is that online, like it's online options with its network capabilities. And cause we had a couple weird things with that. We had a it lot seems of like things with that. The, so the data centers, the setup, uh, somewhere in Sydney, I yep. think. Um, but the way it does the matchmaking is different. So it's matchmaking you with people, um, I guess within your region, but then also, if it can't find somebody, it starts looking elsewhere. Yep. And we had a, a couple of cases where it was matchmaking us with people in America in our squad, which meant that we had people from two countries in there and then it would just throw you into one of those countries' servers. Right. So it, it's kind of, you, you're not, because there's no uh, server browser, you're not being like, I want to play on this server. Yeah. It's just, here's the you people. You should be at least able to filter by region. Yeah, so we had a couple problems like with that. Um, I, I didn't have any issues with lag or anything when we were playing, but um, I know Fiaran was having... It was telling him he had 200 ping yeah. for some reason. Whether or not he was lagging, I'm not sure. I never... Yeah, I don't know. I never felt like I had the 120 ping it sometimes tell me I had. Yeah. Um, but yeah... Uh, definitely some networking issues in that game at the moment. Like it's obviously. Yeah. I mean, the ba- the purpose of the beta is to get that stuff out of there, find yeah. that shit out, or flesh it out, or even attempt to fix it. Although I don't think they made any attempt to fix it. Um, but yeah, the way it handles like partying systems and having to drop in and drop out. Yeah, having to continuously reparty up is just annoying. And sometimes it would just give a generic error code. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the thing is though when we were in we were in yeah like we didn't have any problems yeah and we like kept playing for ages mm-hmm. um yeah I it's super super compelling I love teamwork focus yeah. shit cause it's yeah it's one of those games where like we were playing four people but we had rando in there yeah and it's not like it was his first game or I think it was his first game. He right. said he didn't know what was going on. Yeah. But it wasn't like he was just running in and dying because we were on the comms being like, hey, we're going to do this. Yeah. Uh, this is what's going to happen. And he was like backing us up. He may not have been getting kills or anything, but he wasn't running in playing Call of Duty or anything like that. And the like that I think that's what I like the most about it is that because we were playing tactically, because we were playing as a team and talking shit out and working out what we're going to do, um, the difference between our success and the teams that were just sort of fucking winging it was dramatic. Yeah. And I think that is the key. That is what I liked about it is, like, obviously I enjoy winning. But uh, what I liked, like, a lot more is that teamwork is critical to success yeah and you'd see that in the other teams as well exactly it just so happened that 
we weren't just stomping guys. We were having tough matches. They were also playing, yeah, playing well. They were doing things that uh, breaching se- separate areas of the room at the same time, and yeah, that that sort of thing. that's what's cool about it. Or like we'd we'd have um, two or three guys with breaching, and you know, you'd put your grenade up on the wall, and then I would have thermite who could use two breach charges, and yeah. then someone else would breach from like the window or something and then like you're coming in from all these multiple entry points at the same time yeah and it's just so hard to fucking deal with yeah uh when when it all happens simultaneously it's so much harder to to do anything yeah because you're like oh they're coming from the left but then the right blows up as well and behind you something's happening and it's like you need to coordinate what's going on yeah um one of the things i learned today fjorn told me is that um you can put the breaching on the window mm-hmm. and then push away and then jump in and then blow it and on the in-swing you go through and it's not like you like that's not how I'd been doing it I had been breaching moving across swinging through uh yeah yeah you so, can do that with um with all of them I think yeah yeah you get the animation ready it says it comes up and says uh says something different enter or something Right. I think as long as there's something on it, you can enter. Yeah. Or if it's a wooden panel, I think you can even kick them in because I've kicked them in a couple of times. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. It's awesome. Um, What else was there? Oh, yeah. I, I got to like level 15, I think. Yep. So I unlocked quite a couple of uh, quite a f- couple characters. Yeah, um, me too. But the ones that I didn't end up using, I didn't feel when necessary things like being able to discover where electronic devices were and yeah maybe that comes into play later with more characters but the the ones they had in there i didn't feel like i needed that yeah yeah definitely um and i'd like to see more information on things like the guy who detonates grenades um he's got that he's got that tool that detonates grenades before they explode oh yeah like counters them like i don't know the radius on that oh it seems to be really small yeah like do i need to put like will one in one room cover it no. it doesn't look like it because i was putting three in one room because i wasn't sure of the area the yeah. radius of it and it'd be good if there was some sort of indication of what well they've got those videos that they're supposed to play right yeah maybe that's that they didn't show so yeah that might actually demonstrate something like that but yeah, yeah. um the cameras i think need to be something needs to be done with a camera system um what's that uh sorry the the surveillance cameras right uh i think they should be randomized oh yeah they kind of don't serve much purpose once you figure out where they are yeah um yeah you just you start and you're like i know there's one up there yeah there's one there it'd be awesome if they were in if there was a set number of spots but maybe they weren't always in the same spot you kind of had to look out for them that would add some more uh strategy to the game i think yeah but at the same time um, I guess as the defending team you kind of want them in good areas as well uh, like places that you'll be able to see uh, and, and I, I don't know I just think that's a better idea of putting it random rather than just static placements of it it seems super strange yes yeah. I was basically just running through and destroying all the cameras you were yeah um, and as a defending person I would just camp stairs and destroy drones yeah because it makes it harder for them to Figure out like a plan of attack. I just did another fight. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's good fun though. Um, 
like once you work out your role, I think it just gets even better. Like your role is destroying camera shit mm. or getting drones into stupid places. Just seemed to work out really well for us. Yeah. Um, I I didn't really feel like I had a role like that. Like most of the time, you'd put the armor down. Huh? Yep. I would put the armor <laughs> down, and that's about it. Um. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. Even, I wasn't even reinforcing walls. Yeah, for I know. Ninety percent of our fucking games. You would. You you'd put the armor down, and I'm like, why the fuck is he putting armor down? Do the walls first, then the armor. You're just wasting time. <laughs> yep. Idiot. Um, but yeah. No, good fun. Um, yeah, if you can get it cheap, get it on sale, I reckon. Um, it's probably not worth 60 bucks. But yeah, if it's going on CD keys for like 35 or something, yeah, get that shit. I doubt it, with our dollar being so terrible. True. True. It's probably cheaper to buy it here. Might be. <laughs> <laughs> yep. What's next? Um, NBA. NBA's on the list. Oh, yeah. So last week I said, uh, I don't know what's out next week. I might play some Soma. Have you heard about this game? I have heard about it. Um, I so I bought it while we were recording oh, yeah. on my Steam phone yep. and installed it. And then after after that day, I was like, oh, shit, NBA's out next week. <laughs> um, so I pre-ordered it Yep. because if you pre-ordered it, you got it four days early. Of course. And then by that stage, it was like Friday. Yep. So I started playing some NBA 2K16, um, the Spike Lee joint. A Spike, a Spike Lee, Lee joint. joint. Yep. I don't know what the fuck that means. That's what he calls all his films. Does he? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I'm, I've am i only really played uh, the My Career Mode. Yep. Uh, we played a couple of games of the normal thing yesterday. Yep. But generally, um, with these games, I play My Career. Uh Last year, I did the the team, the one where you like grab the fantasy cards and you kind of build a team up with that. I can't yep. remember what that's called, my team or yeah, my team, something silly. Yeah, so I've, I've just been playing the um, uh, a lot of the my career stuff. You start off as a high school student, and it's it's a um, this is the one that's directed by by Spike Lee, so it's got more story in it. Yep. But like last year, they tried to toy with that a bit more. Yeah, yeah. Um, by having you be a, a rookie and giving you rivals and Dante Exum Dante Exum was your best friend or something rival was he? Best friend. Oh, was he a rival yep yeah um, so this time it's like really story driven with a shitload of cutscenes uh, I've watched more cutscenes than I have played basketball right uh, like we're talking 10-15 minute cutscenes right just fucking goes okay um so you start off as a, a high school kid. Yeah. Uh, my guy does not look like a high school kid. Okay. Fair enough. At all. <laughs> and it's super funny because when you look at him uh, and then you look at the, the models they've got for the high school kids, you're like, what the fuck is going on? Um, yeah, it's super strange. He just looks like he, he's he's not there to play basketball. He's there to take one of the kids. <laughs> and then so you jump in after that you jump into um a part where it's like all right we've we've played high school basketball all these universities or colleges are trying to scout you out and trying to get there so you pick a college you want to go to and then from college you you play your um a couple of games of college basketball and then the scouts come out and take you off to the NBA 
Now you don't um, get to choose what team you get to go to this time. Right. Um, it kind of just puts you in a team. I think based on your skill level. Okay. I got drafted to the Bucks. I'm with Michael Carter Williams. Yeah. I think not bad. Yeah. Your point guard. I'm a point guard. Yeah, because you always go point guard and work player. No, last year I think I went power forward. Oh. Uh, you but, should always go point guard and work player. Yeah. The thing about not playing point guard is that you um you don't really have much decision of what's happening on the field. Yep. Sorry, on the court. court. Yep. Uh, you're just sitting there and, and being part of the play. Yeah. Uh, whereas as a point guard, you get to decide what's going to happen and and running things, yeah. which is a bit more action-orientated. And, yeah, a bit more opportunities to, to get points. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, playing a point guard, uh, Max Bakes has returned. It remembered all my... All my shit from last year. Nice. So I didn't have to put in any name or favorite teams or sweet. Just picked it up. I I'm playing on PlayStation Four, so I, I haven't been able to try the face scanning stuff. Okay. Because I don't have a PlayStation Eye camera. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anybody does. does. Yeah. I'd like to see them put something on the phone. That would be. Cool. Um. But in saying that, I tried EA Lives. Oh yeah. Uh, face scanning up, and I gave up after about twenty attempts. Right. It just <laughs> kept coming up with error rendering or some shit it wouldn't tell me what was wrong yep um so yeah that was fun anyway super strange thing about uh the my career mode is you choose a character i'm playing as uh max a white Bakes. max baked who is a white usually i pick a, a white player because yep. i'm white yeah white um and the whole story behind it um, you meet his family, and his family has two darker-colored parents. Right. I was like, that's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. He's probably adopted. Yep. Uh, but then he has a twin sister. Ah, a twin sister. Yeah. Maybe it's like in Arrested Development, where uh, they tell Michael and Lindsay that they're twins, but then it turns out that she's adopted. Yeah. Oh, that's what I think is happening here. Yep. There's... or Or... Some weird shit is happening. I think your cat's going to murder me. Why? Oh, it was oh. just sitting there staring at me. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, like that. That's you know not a huge deal. I just thought it was. I thought it was a bit strange. <laughs> it's a bit weird. And I, I look like today. Um, I just thought it was broken, but apparently that's a thing. I saw a couple of people posting about it today, saying the same thing. Right. Um. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, in, in terms of the game, um, seems pretty good. Like Most they've they changed the controls. They've changed the controls around, which which I think is a, a again. You know, every year they kind of do that. They they tweak around the controls a bit. I think it's a good change this year. They moved the um, post up button to the triggers, um, which is I, I think it's good because it's a lot more accessible in that position yep. um, as opposed to the triangle button. Yep. You kind of push it to get in the post position and then push it again to get out. Mm-hmm. Now it's being on a trigger, you can quickly jump Hold in there. Release, yeah. uh, and by doing that, they've added an extra pass button on there. You've got your square as a... Um, what's square? It's like... Square shoot, isn't it? Square shoot, yeah. X is pass. So pass. Circle is bounce pass. And yep. triangle is lob. Triangle pass. is now lob. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, before, I don't think you could lob the ball. He would kind of just decide whether or not to pass it. Yeah, how to pass it himself. Yeah, 
because it lobs us, or well, not lob, but like an overhead pass as well. So you yeah. can you can get it over the top of a defender. An one, so yeah, you can get it into the paint. And shit. Yep. Uh, they've made some changes to the way a defense works. Yep. There's now a bar underneath the player that shows you how well or bad you're defending um, up against someone. Right. Um, this it's sort of the same way the shooting system works with the green, yellow, red type bar. Uh, which is which is handy to know because sometimes you don't know if you're if you've got a, a good defensive player or the other person, um, you know, if you're guarding like LeBron James, he'll just blow past you anyway. If you see a big bushy beard, hmm. give up. Yeah, you're, uh, not, you're not going to be stopping anyone. I thought you were talking about James Harden. Huh? James Harden. Oh. His defense is terrible. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, the animations for the blocking have looks like they've overhauled that a little bit. I've seen some really good blocks. Really happen. good blocks. Um, it doesn't look like you've got that like uh, this animation loading where you can see it kind of getting ready to something's about to pop. Right, it's just really smooth now. Yeah, yeah. which is good. Um, I think. The there are some weird animations in there though, some weird glitches. We yeah, we saw, had some weird ball. Yeah, some weird physics. ball magic shit happening. Some fucking Harlem Globetrotters <laughs> shit. Um, but yeah, otherwise, yeah, I, I I don't know. It looks great. Um, Shaq and Ernie and uh, Kenny, Kenny the Jet, look as robotic as ever. But uh, still good bants. Oh, they, yeah. I think they've did, done a bit more with that this year. Like, you'll see it st- stages. Shark will just be staring off at the distance. <laughs> You're like, oh, yep, they've broken Shaq's animation. But then he'll start pointing at someone off camera and then, like, nodding to them or some shit. <laughs> just like he's looking at a cameraman or some, some like someone off in the behind the scenes that you can't see. So, yeah, cool. Like, oh, okay, well, he's not broken. He's just being shacking it up yeah yeah Yeah. uh there's what else have they done um yeah i don't know they've obviously got the 2k tv thing going again which is good uh which is their weekly basketball show that they do yep and this time they've got a bit more interactivity with it so you during the the show they'll ask a question or something you can give feedback and you'll get VC for it virtual oh, currency yeah and then um, I'm gonna kill that cat <laughs> uh, yeah so so that means like it gives you some incentive to sit there and watch it what I don't like about it is they split up the action um, like this week we've got Steph Curry and we're gonna talk to the dev and then some community guys as an example for this one yep. and rather than being like this is the Steph Curry section or this is a bit where we talk to the dev it's his two minutes of Steph Curry, and then we go to the dev, and then we go to community, and then we go back to Steph Curry, and then the dev. Right. Like, it's it's really... Ju- I'd like to just sit there and watch the one thing, yep. rather than just split it up every two minutes. Yeah. Uh, so, I hope they, they fix that. Um, but it's still good fun to watch, like, um, you know, S- Steph Curry talking about his shooting, or who's good at NBA, or, um, or getting some expert tips on how to play NBA 2K. Yeah. That sort of thing. Um, yeah, yes. and then and then uh, I started up my team, my team, and got um, got my cards. Yep. So they give you your your starting deck, and you go you go along with that. 
and um, there's challenges in there, so they'll be like, you can only use um, these certain players or, uh, you know, just they'll give you, like, filters to basically go through. You're not allowed to use this type of stuff for the challenge. Or you can go through just, like, a ladder system and beat every team using your team, and that gets you uh, currency points depending on how, how well you've done. And then, ultimately, you buy more cards and get better players. Yep. I haven't got anyone too special at the moment. Right. Who's your best? He's like a 76 player. Um, I'm not sure who it was. Andre Drummond, maybe? Right. Could be wrong. Yeah. But I haven't dived into that much. Uh, The other one was my GM. I fired that up quickly. It looks like they've changed that a little bit. How so? I just feel like in the past it was it was a lot more uh, basic. Right. Whereas it seems like this time they've had a lot more features and yeah. things you can do it. I only played checked it out for like ten, fifteen minutes. Yeah. Um but you can go in there and either play the game as the team or just have it simulated. Yeah. And that seems like um a better way of going about it if you want to do it that way. Otherwise you're gonna s- like I-, I don't have time to sit there and play my GM and my career and Yeah like full full length games of that sort of stuff yeah 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 uh, and then they've they've uh, got the online modes back again where you can kind of get your crew together and uh, play with them and yep. uh, there's like 40 people I think on the court you can have yep which is insane and that basically lets you swap in and out of of um, teams and yeah play two on two three on three games yeah where everyone's a hero. Yeah, and then you can buy things to customize your court um, or just set up custom logos for your team. And, yep. like, you could do pretty much everything. Custom- Customization's pretty crazy. Cool. Um, but, yeah, it seems like it's a pretty decent pretty decent game. Haven't had too many troubles with the online stuff. Yeah. That's usually their biggest issue in the, the past couple of years. Yeah. Um, I could still play this year, which was good. And I think that's the reason behind the staggered launch. Right. Is they wanted to not have everybody be, you know, it's, it's, well, you know, two months into, after the game came out last year, they, they launched Australian servers, right? Oh, did they? Yeah. So that's why shit loads a lot quicker. Okay. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. So the, um, yeah, in the, the past, it's been like, it, it had basically, whenever you would go and play a game, it'd be like, all right, we're synchronizing your, points to the the cloud and then if that was down you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to do anything or just load and load and load and just sit there Uh, so I think their idea was we'll stagger the launch we'll get people that want to really play it we'll get them in early and then we've got four days to try and work that through so I had a couple of issues with access trying to access the store and trying to buy sneakers or some shit right um, where it would just come up with a generic error code saying can't connect or whatever but i never had a point where it wouldn't upload my points or it just sit there loading or anything weird like that which is good noise because i don't want to have those because that was probably that was i would say the reason why i scored it low last year i think i gave it a seven yeah because i just had too many i like i couldn't play anything no because everything was tied to that online component then they fixed it yeah and then um what a shock i know someone read my review oh my god the guy that always gave it nines and (laughs) <laughs> 9.5s um yeah gave it something lower yep. anyway it's, it's good I like it nice I don't know of um 
Ah, the roster updates. Super impressed with that as well. Yeah. I picked it up on Friday. Um, Metal World Peace was in the Lakers. Yeah. And they'd only signed him like the day before. Yeah. They, he's, he was in there. That's good. With his, um, with Derek his, Rose is shattered into a thousand pieces. And yeah. Someone broke his face today or something. Yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, no, orbital, it was today. Cause I got up. Orbital. I got up this morning and on my phone it had the NBA an- announcement and it was like Derek Rose injures and like dot dot dot. I was like, oh, someone's fucking broken his leg or something. Like that guy was talking about um, his contract the other day. And yeah. I was like, nobody's paying you max contract, dude. No fucking Your way. Your knees are done. You are done. Yeah. Nobody wants to pay you to sit on a fucking bench. Yeah, he, oh, he'll be back though. He's it's a fractured face. He'll be back next yeah. next game, preseason. Swear a mask. Uh, but we played a little bit. Did you like it? Yeah, I did like it. Um, yeah, I like the I like the idea of giving you more options to pass. Hmm. Um, just because it it makes you feel like you're in control a lot more. Um, and the idea, like I didn't I didn't post up much because. I was too busy playing fun and exciting basketball, um, you know, dunks and stuff, as opposed to shitty fucking, you know, three meter post up shots like you were doing. Yep. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it's a like solid option to have available, mm-hmm. uh, especially like if you're on a team that can utilize it. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, and I won both games, so yeah. I let you win. Please. <laughs> Please. I know what you like when you don't win those games oh or when I smash gosh. you, you start throwing oh my shit. Gosh. Anyway, what else we got? Um Warhammer Vermintide. Vermintide. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. It is. I looked it up before. Um yeah, so this is a I got early access to it. It's mm-hmm. Weird. Um, I, I'm not really sure what it's supposed to be. I think it's like a. It's Warhammer based, and you pick a character, and then you sort of do these missions, and it's first person, and you've got, like, I, I don't know. I picked like a wizard, the f- fire wizard, I guess. Yep. And um, pyromancer. Pyromancer, yeah. And uh, she has a sword, and she also has a staff that shoots fire. And so it sort of feels a bit hexany to start off with, like you first person sorting and shit, and you've got magic and all that stuff, and um, Skaven or like I don't know, rat things from Warhammer Universe. They just come out after you constantly, and you gotta kill them. And um, so yeah, you kill a shitload of rat things, and at the end, like you don't really pick up loot or anything. You fight some bosses right at the end. Um, yeah, like roll some dice, and you may or may not get some loot, and then you get to customize your character. And that's about all there is to it. The AI, the enemy AI, doesn't seem all that smart, so it doesn't feel like a like challenge. You sort of swing until everything's dead, and then yeah. That's about it. It's super dark because it's Warhammer and, you know, mm. everything's always dark there. Like, lit poorly, I mean, not like Batman dark, like 
well, a smart example. Not like a David Fincher movie or something. It's just, yeah, bad lighting. And, uh, yeah, you just sort of, I don't know, fucking deal with it, I guess. Yeah. And speaking of Batman. Oh, yeah. We were playing uh, Siege the other day. Yeah. Uh, myself, Nathan, and his brother. Yep. And there was a like a 12-year-old that was playing with us. And oh, his yeah. name was Batman. Right. And uh, we weren't giving him shit, but we were speaking the Batman voice during cons, and then he started doing it. <laughs> we thought it was pretty funny. That's good. He he went on for like an hour and a half in Batman voice. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Uh, anyway, that's about it. What else have we got? Shovel Knight. Um, Shovel Knight DLC. Yep. Free DLC, right? Free DLC. Yeah. Uh, I loaded this up on my laptop, because uh, I had, you know, 27 hours of flying to do. Uh, yeah. Loaded it up, and, uh, decided to play it on, on the plane. Hmm. Plug my laptop in, uh, yeah, plug my control pad in, and, yeah, just sort of sat there and listened to an audiobook and played Shovel Knight. Yeah. And, uh, like, first of all, Steam synced my save games. Yeah. Which was awesome. That's good. Um, and second of all, uh, it's not that hard, not that easy to play when you're, like, like, squished up inside yourself. Like this. Yeah, like, the controller literally sitting on your chest. Mm-hmm. So that you can see what's going on. Uh, oh, and thirdly, everyone was getting pissy because uh, you were yelling C bombs at the. Uh, no, okay. it was um, they turn all the lights off, and it's time to sleep. Uh, during flight, legs on the plane, and oh, it's time there's games. me with a massive fucking screen uh, with lights <laughs> flashing on it constantly. <laughs> They should have bought, like, those blind things. Yeah. The eyes. Eye masks. Eye masks, yeah. I use double eye masks. Because one eye mask isn't enough. Yeah. So that double eye masks and my sick hoodie. And, yeah, I just, like, fucking... White noise blaring through my headphones. On the flight back from Sweden, I uh, slept through... All meals. Hmm. So, uh, for that day, the 26 hours, what I had to eat was uh, a packet of pretzels. Yep. Um, a, I don't know, thousand cookies. Uh, just all the cookies they could bring me. And... Um... Like fun size Snickers bars, hmm. yeah. That's it. It was a healthy day for me. Yeah, I was. Day. I was going to eat. I actually woke up for the breakfast, but uh, I, I didn't want to eat it because it looked gross. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, good times. Uh, Sweden. Shall we talk about Sweden? But the, oh, game, no. the game's good. Oh yeah, yeah. No. So play nice. <laughs> Fucking rough, man. It is rough. Because uh, you sort of go through the same levels, mm. but Plague Knight has different abilities, and so you tackle things in different ways, and so that makes shit a bit tough. And yeah, it's pretty interesting. Uh, I got stuck on one of the bosses, um, the second boss that you come up across. Oh, the guy throws fucking axes. 
Uh, no, the one that, like, sort of swoops around the... Oh, uh, yeah. Death Knight or whatever he is. Yeah. He's fucking rough. Um, I almost had him, like, four times, but just couldn't do it. Uh, so, yeah. No, but it's good fun. I'll definitely go back and try and finish it, because I really enjoyed uh, Shovel Knight. And, yeah, this one's pretty funny as well. And Plague Knight is just a weird little character. Hmm. And he's a weirdo. So, yeah. Cool. And, yeah, that's about it. Sweden. Sweden. Where, where'd you go in Sweden? I went to Gothenburg. Oh, did you? Yes. Uh, it's a weird little town in Sweden. Uh, it seems like it's the town... Like, you know how they say New York, the city that never sleeps? Mm-hmm. Gothenburg appears to be the city that is always asleep. Yeah, I, I know. How do you know? I work for a Swedish company. Um, do they work in Gothenburg? Yes. Oh. Their head office is in there. Snap! Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, it sucks. Because I'm at work, and they're asleep. Of course. All the time. All the time. It's Unless it's six o'clock oh, at yeah. night, and then they get up. Of course. What a bunch of bastards. Yeah. Gothenburg has a theme park in it. Does it? Yep. It's closed. Is it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> of course it is. We drove past it on the way from the fucking airport, and the uh, roller coaster in it looks like the ricketyest fucking <laughs> most terrifying thing that I've ever seen. Like worse than Luna Park? Yeah, way worse. And I saw it, I'm like, I need to go on that. When is it open? Hmm. And uh, they told us at the front desk that it's only open on weekends. And it might not even be in season. We don't have fun in Sweden. No no fun. (laughs) Sweden's pretty weird, man. Like, people... Half of the people will talk to you in English. Um, So you'll be like... Because if you go to Germany, right? If you go to Germany, everyone seems to want to talk to you in English. Or yell at you. Or yell at you. No, uh, they, like, want to talk to you in English because it seems like it's there. Because nobody there speaks English, right? Huh? It's it's like they're not like they speak German, obviously, but that they speak German. What? Like it's not their their preferred language, right? Who's the Germans? They want to like they speak to each other in German. Yeah, they want to show you that they can speak English. Yeah, which is why they do it. Yeah, exactly. So they're all like always, except unless they're cab drivers. Hmm. If they're cab drivers, they don't want to talk to you in English. No, uh, they don't want to talk to you at all. And also, they will drive. Oh, I'll drive you to an ATM to uh, to get cash out. No card. And then you're like, "Well, no, uh, I'm just going to hop out of the car then." Yeah. And then they're like, try to lock the door, and then you unlock the door and open the door and jump out. And then they'll jump out, and suddenly they do speak English. Mm. Uh, and then you have an argument with them, and until they decide that they can take card. <laughs> um. But apart from that, everyone else in Germany is like super keen at talking English all the time. Yeah. Um, in Sweden, half of them want to talk to you in English or are capable of talking to you in English. And the other half seem offended that you never learnt Swedish. Oh, really? Yeah. That's weird. It is pretty weird. So, yeah, you'll get like, you'll walk up to like a. Went to the chemist to get some cold Swedish flu shit, chef. right? And uh, this the the chemist behind the counter is a stereotypically gorgeous Swedish chick, 
like blonde and giant <laughs> eyes and like kicking body. And she's wearing a lab coat and glasses. So she was like, like, 12 out of 10. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're like, am I on a movie set? <laughs> what is fucking going on here? <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, so I walk up to her. I'm like, hi, I'm so sorry. I don't speak uh, Swedish, um, but I need cold and flu. And she sort of stares at me like, what, what? What are you saying? I'm like, <laughs> cold and flu. <coughs> and uh, and she like smiles and she's like, yeah. And like, yeah, waves for me to follow her. And uh, she's like sort of yapping, like just fucking jabbering away. Burbity, 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 Like the whole fucking way to the cold and flu section. Uh, and I'm not picking up any of it. But she's still smiling, and so I, like I'm still like fucking on point. Like whatever she wants to say, if she keeps smiling like that, she can say it. And then at the end, she's like, "Hurdy burbity, we only have one type." I'm like, <laughs> one type, one type medicine. Oh, okay. Uh, does it have pseudoephedrine in it? Because I want that real shit, right? Yeah, like, I right. want to be jacked up on the plane. <laughs> yeah. Like, fucking on the floor doing the dinosaur and shit. And <laughs> she, her, like, the smile disappears instantly. <laughs> and she looks at me like I literally asked her if she had a spoon so I could eat her butthole out right there on the fucking floor of the chemist. <laughs> she, like, her face turns to just, like daggers and she walks over and she grabs the cough syrup which isn't what I wanted she slams it in my hand and then she wanders off and so I wander back up to the counter but she was abandoning the counter Hmm. so I just stand there for two minutes until she walks up (laughs) and she takes it out of my hands and she goes 160 kroner and then she, like, scans it, and I give her my card, and she, like, fucking slams it down, and stuffs the receipt with my card back at me, and then she wanders off again. I don't know what pseudoephedrine means in Swedish, <laughs> but you should not say it to anybody. Uh, yeah, it was a mistake. She was not happy. Uh, so that was odd. And, like, she works at a... How does she not... How did she not speak English? Right? Like, everyone speaks English. Maybe their medicine doesn't have it in there, and she just knows that you can make drugs out of it. Maybe. And then she was like, I'm going to drug drug aid here. How the fuck? How much fucking meth am I going to make with one (laughs) bottle of pseudoephedrine-fueled cough syrup? Ridiculous. Like, fucking economy's a scale, lady. It just wouldn't be worth the fucking effort. Um... (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, that was that was crazy, um, but yeah. Otherwise, I mean, Sweden is pretty much as advertised. Uh, all the men are hilariously short. They've all got glasses, uh, and they yeah, they all they all look like Rick Moranis, mm-hmm. uh, and all the women look like uh, I don't know, um, twelve out of tens. As yeah, you said. twelve out of tens, like. 
what the fuck is going on over there? How how are those men making those ladies? What the fuck? Or how are those ladies not making similarly Adonis-like men? <laughs> yeah, I walked around feeling tall. Like, not... Like, I normally feel average height. Yeah. Because I am average height. Six foot. <laughs> I walked around feeling tall. What the fuck was going on there? It was ridiculous. Um, we went to a, a sports bar. I went to a sports bar to go watch the Rugby World Cup. Yep. Uh, got there, uh, and it was closed. I didn't think you knew anything about rugby. Uh, that's true. Uh, wrong rugby, though. Yeah, rugby union. Um, so I wound up watching it on my, um, in my hotel room. Your VPN. Yeah, I used a VPN to bust into ITV. <laughs> oh, fucking the beds in Sweden are all goofy as fuck. They're all goofy as fuck. Like, this couch is as narrow as the bed, as one of the beds that they stuffed next to the other bed that they called my king size, my king room, right? So I had basically a double-sized mattress, except they were two very independent beds stuffed next to one another, and so there was a dip in the middle, Hmm. and they were made up separately. So they had separate. <laughs> Sorry. They had separate, like, uh, they had separate sheets and they had separate uh, blankets. Yep. And the blanket, right, on one of the, like, each of these beds was just the width of the bed itself. It didn't, like, drape over the side or anything. Yeah. And so, like, I'm not a narrow person and so every time I'd fucking move at all all of the blanket would be gone (laughs) and anytime I moved at all I would be halfway off the bed like halfway towards the ground already because I couldn't help but roll off the fucking bed because it was a fucking half a meter fucking wide I couldn't understand why that was and it wasn't until like my last night uh, when, like, I was just, you know, I was sick, and I was feeling sorry for myself, and I just pissed off the most beautiful woman I'd ever seen, <laughs> and, yeah, I go up to the front desk, I'm like, hey, so... Do you have any pseudo-average? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Um, yeah, do you have, like, a room with a normal bed in it? And the guy behind the counter responds in a Australian accent he's like oh yeah the beds are shit huh like <laughs> what <laughs> he's like yeah no don't worry we'll get you another bed you like, you an Australian you bed kidding <laughs> yeah so he you, found you know me- why because they're all from Ikea or something yeah he's they're all from Ikea and they're like nobody's worked out how to put them together properly but yeah so he, he got me into a bigger room it was amazing Cool. I found the one Australian in Sweden, and he sorted he sorted my shit he out. The problem, legend. Oh. He except he didn't answer your your medicine question. Ah, uh, yeah. So one thing you could ask. I could ask. Well, yeah. What does pseudoephedrine mean over here? And then all the other people would stare at me, like I I just yeah said something shocking. Yeah. But yeah. Um. And the game, Need for Speed. Yep. Uh, it's just Need for Speed now. So we went to Ghost Games Studios in uh, Gothenburg. And uh, 
Yeah. Uh, we went to like on a studio tour. Uh, at the start of the tour, they're like, um, look, uh, we would very much like, we will tell you when you can take photos, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, there are things you can't take photos of and stuff like that. It's a studio tour. Steady Please stuff. respect that. And we get three steps in and the German dude next to me is taking photos of fucking everything. And, uh, of course he is. Yeah. Um, we get to these posters that are framed, but stacked along the wall, like just on the floor on, along the wall. Yeah. And, uh, sorry. And we walk up to them and, uh, you're like, oh yeah. So we've got all these posters, but, um, we only moved in here like five months ago. So we haven't put them up on the walls yet. I gotta be honest. Five months seems like probably outside the statute of limitations for putting up artwork on the walls of each year like we've only been here five weeks Mm. sure you haven't got posters up five days definitely five months maybe just maybe those posters aren't going up you know that's not going to happen anymore just let it go anyway uh, we then uh, yeah we get Eventually get up top. We do the tour. It's a game studio. If you've never been inside of one. <laughs> it's uh, a game studio. They look like uh, an office building. Except um, everyone has toys on their desks. And uh, and basically everyone is uh, attempting to like, you know, customize their, their own area and so, yeah, it looks like a decent place to work. And on top of that, there's the occasional um, whiteboard with drawings on it and shit um, and artwork. Battlefield 7. Battlefield 7, yeah. I don't think Ghost Games will be making that. But uh, if they do, it'll be for the type of demographic of 15 to 22-year-olds. Yeah. And it's not for the dads. Um Anyway, so yeah, we get up to play the game and uh, sit down and they're like, yeah, you can pick, you know, whatever uh, car out of the, the three starting ones. You can customize them, build them up, do whatever you want, blah, blah, blah. It was basically just the game. Like, we started at the start of the game and they gave us five hours to play as much of it as we could. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's an interesting game. Um it's got that first person stuff where they talk to you, the camera all the time. Um, and I'm not a super big fan of that, but eh, it's, it's not the worst thing. I mean, sometimes it's good. Hmm. Um, there is like, it hints at a story. They're telling an interesting story there. You just don't know what it is yet. So yeah, it'll take some time to work out what the fuck is going on there. You'll have play this the game to find out i just don't know if you want to do that i guess i mean what if it's not worth finding out what if it turns out it's just some boring bullshit or whatever bit of a risk the game itself um they've got this thing where you can change the handling model on the cars Hmm. so you can go from they call it grippy to drifty but obviously grippy to slippy is the best fucking version of that fucking phrase right like slippy Mm -hmm. come on um 
So yeah, uh, grippy is yeah. You power into a corner. Um, sorry, you break into a corner. Yeah. Uh, turn at the apex and power out. Um, and slippy is you chuck the back end out and try and drift around the whole fucking thing. And to hear them tell it, uh, they have balanced it so that neither version is faster than the other. So it basically just comes down to how do you want to race? Mm-hmm. And it's pretty cool. Uh, I was over there with Muse Elk, uh, the YouTuber, and uh, he and I were like next to one another and racing the ace one another. And we both jacked it all the way up to as slippy as possible. And it is... Once you get a faster car, I had like a um, Ford Mustang with a V8 engine and blah blahs. And mm-hmm. uh, once you get into a, like a beastie car, it is like holding on for dear life. Like you just sort of fucking tear around the city. Yep. And that's super cool. Um, the... I, it's very cool that you get to customize it at all because it's... Yeah, like, I, I personally believe that, yeah, that's how a game, def- a racing game defines itself is through its driving model. And, like, if you, like, Forza 5 was, went, put a lot of time and effort into telling us about how, you know, this year their driving model was based on the moment the tyre hit the asphalt. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how they define their, their driving model. Um and you know you've got your like rally games where the track actually deforms as you drive over it that changes the driving model and that's specific to certain games and and shit like that is uh yeah that's how a racing game defines itself but you get to change it to make it play however the fuck you want and that's actually pretty bold and pretty cool um I was surprised I didn't think there were as many customization options as I thought there were going to be um, but um, it might just be that it wasn't like in that code. Yeah. They restricted stuff, held stuff back from us. Um, but yeah, like you were able to customize quite a, bo- a lot of stuff. Uh, not to the same extent of, say, underground, I think. Yeah. But uh, like the old school underground, but still, yeah, still fairly customizable. Um, you can make your yeah tuna fast and furious car if you wanted yeah um and that's about it I guess I mean is it open world yeah it is um and it's simultaneously too big and too little at the same time like it's it's sort of a group of different areas yeah but they're connected by these highways that you can't really stray from. So if you need to get to one of the other areas, you have to race along the highway for a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you can like sort of go around in these areas, but it's not like you've got a city the size of like any, anywhere. You've got these four definitely disconnected cities that you can drive through and they're not oh like wholly all that big so 
it will tell you, yeah, you got to drive over here and you'll spend like three minutes driving over there. And so that gives it the illusion of space, but yeah, the space isn't actually something you can explore. Yeah. Which is odd, I thought, an odd, odd decision. Yeah. It's your typical, uh, like, quest system where you're, or not quest, whatever you want to call it, mission system where you're, this one you're racing or this one you're, um, trying to get away from someone. Yeah, and pretty much. Time trials. Like, it's not just racing, is it? Uh, no. Yeah. No, well... Like, from A to B. The Probably the only really interesting one is the outlaw stuff. So, we've got five different quest givers, basically. Yeah. Uh, you've got the racing person, the drifting person, the team racing person, the customizing your car person, and the outlaw guy. And the outlaw guy... Um, like the rest of them sort of just get you to do basic shit like oh come race with us or come to a drift challenge with us or do this or whatever but the outlaw guy like starts out and he won't even talk to you until you've um like been in a cop cop chase once Mm. yeah and then uh, after that he'll like challenge you to do um like certain things like build up $2,500 worth of fine or survive a cop chase for two minutes and shit like that. And it sort of slowly builds and it's a far more organic way of requesting, like, getting you to do shit instead of just getting you to, yeah, drive here and start a race. And, yeah. So, it is a lot of race here, race there do this to that but yeah you can um yeah there's there's a little bit of variety in there as well yeah that's good uh it was we were online and uh so yeah Elliot and I were able to race against one another and you can have your little impromptu races as well yeah um but we actually found it was better to like just both sync like both pick a place on the map Mm-hmm. To go and then race to get there as opposed to doing the impromptu races in the game yep because that was yeah far more rewarding and then once you get to any of the races in the like in the storyline um if you you and your like friend choose to do them like choose to answer them at the same time yeah um you can like they'll be in the race with you which is cool but yeah, otherwise, it's about it. Need for Speed. And then I went to Stockholm for something I can't talk about. Really? Yep. Ooh. But you'll see it next Monday. See it or hear it? See it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, on my YouTubes. Ah, you're on the YouTubes. Yep. Cool. Yep. It'll be everywhere on my YouTubes. Yeah, Cool. Anyway, is that it? I think so. News? We got news. Sick. Uh, there was some news I was trying to dig up, which I didn't add on here, but um, yeah, maybe I won't get time for that. What is it? Uh, about the voice actors stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, the voice actors are thinking about going on strike. Yeah. They're not happy with the way they're being treated. Um, I was just trying to bring up the, the details of the things that were kind of asking for that they wanted to do. Right. Because I, I remember reading that and it sounded quite 
interesting, but um, off the top of my head, I I can't. Um, oh, wait, here it is. I found it. All right. Yeah. So the um, voice actors for video games want they've got a their own um, guild. Yep. Uh, or union. Uh, and they're trying to get better working conditions for for what they do. Um, so they're trying to, I guess, uh, reevaluate some of the the terms that they've got with the publishers, and then also bring in some new ones. Yep. Um, with things like royalties uh, in terms of how much a game will sell, um, like trying to get, I guess, bonuses. Um, you know, if a game sells over a certain amount of units, um, two million units, then they get they get more money, um, capped at an eight million. Uh, unit mark um, and then things like having stunt coordinators for performance capture work because um, a lot of the days a lot of the times these days um, they're not only doing voice acting but they're doing the motion capture as well yep. so they want to l- look at stuff with that um, you know limiting limiting uh, sessions to a certain amount of time uh, what else is on here oh, transparency for what they're doing um, which is something I've always thought was super fucking weird in video games is everything's such a huge secret. Yeah. And I, I like, I don't, I get why they do it. I don't understand why they do it though. Yeah. Um, the whole, you can't tell anybody about, you know, it doesn't happen in movies or anything like that. When a movie comes out, you know, it's, they're filming it or anything like that. Uh, whereas a video game, it's in the works for three years. And then if anything leaks out, it's this huge deal. True. Um, you know, and then what they did with with Fallout, I thought was awesome. You know, games out in six months. Yeah, but that's why they do it, though, right? Yeah, like that's why they hide it is because mm. otherwise, yeah, you get your you got to wait. Yeah, so like it's got it's good and it's bad. Like the whole the yep. games out in six months, that's awesome. But but the way they go about it sometimes is stupid. I yep. think. Um. Anyway, so they want some transparency on like the work they're given, rather than just being like, hey here's these jeez here's these lines um and then they're not knowing what what the game is or you know it, i guess it helps them getting character more or yep rather than just being like here's your character and then they don't know what they're doing um and then what was there other some things oh there was in the current conditions they've got um fines for tar- um for tardiness right. for being late for certain things like not responding to emails quickly enough or really? just shit like that. Like the, the terms aren't clear enough. They want more yeah, clarification. Clarity, yeah. Like what does that entail? Yep. Uh, stuff about agents, um, who they can use and who they can't use. And then, uh, also I, I did read, it's not on here though, that I can see conditions about hiring internal staff and getting them to do voicing work. Um, I think so. I, I think Gearbox did a lot of that, right? When they were doing their games, but that's one example I can think of of having people internally do voiceover work for yep. for their game. They want actual the people that work in the industry to right, or, or have them be a part of that that guild. I, I'm not 100 percent sure how that goes into it, but um, I just remember reading about that the other day. I thought we'd bring it up quickly. Yeah, cool. Yeah, no, look, I I haven't looked at the. Uh, at their demands um, yeah. or you know I haven't really looked into it but um, they are a fairly important part of the video game and they're becoming more and more important yeah um, so yeah if I feel like they're getting a, a bad deal 
they are more than entitled to try to get more money. Like, mm-hmm. why the fuck wouldn't they? Or better conditions, or whatever the fuck. Like, yeah, fucking fines for tardiness sounds fucking awful. That sounds like bullshit. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, what else we got? Uh, Shadowrun developers are launching a new Kickstarter, or have launched a new Kickstarter. Yep. Uh, for Battletech. Yes. Mech Warriors on a uh, turn-based strategy game. Yep. Oh, yeah. Am I fucking amped for this? Actually, I'd be a lot more amped if it was uh, multiplayer, but multiplayer is, at this point, a uh, long goal. It's a t- like the stretch million, goal. I think, yeah, is big one. PvP. 2.5, I think. Um, and it's arena-based, so that's kind of bullshit. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've talked about it multiple times, but Mech Tech was a game that was basically battle tech but um but based on like strategy turn based strategy so it's based on the tabletop figurines style game uh and uh yeah i was heavily into that fucking game mm. uh it was written in java but coded by lunatics who loved battle tech and went very deep into the uh into the lore and the stats and yeah you could really do stuff with that game um yep this will not be that this will be a story driven sort of thing that's okay uh well it's not a story driven thing uh what that's one of the stretch goals is a campaign mode i thought campaign no i thought it was was it base story driven oh and one of the and the stretch goals were like side missions and shit um single player story campaign yeah one million dollars stage two. Oh, okay fuck base skirmish game right is the first thing right anyway so was this today it went out yeah so there are 875 they want to make 2.5 anyway yeah as of now so it's made by the yeah due to uh made shatter on so they have a long legacy of actually hitting all their goals and shit so yeah and yeah. that were the last two games or the shadow run games i really liked did you play them um no i owned them but i haven't played yeah, them they're, they're good yeah cool uh, um, yeah, I'll have to check them out. They're just one of those games that sort of sits there when I've got some time, which I never yeah. got time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Cool. Here's one. Uh, Edge released its list of top 100 games of all time. Oh, I saw this somewhere. I quickly browsed it, and there's some things in there I wouldn't put in. Yeah. Splatoon was quite high, I thought. Uh, was I didn't even see Splatoon in the list, but it shouldn't be. Um, well, my top three games of all time don't make the cut. <laughs> so that's disappointing. Okay. Uh, yeah. Deus Ex, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and uh, Metal Gear Solid 3, none of them made the cut. Um, yeah. Okay, so their number one was Dark Souls. Yep. Grand Theft Auto 5 at number 2, Last of Us at 3, Bloodborne at 4, yep. Half-Life at 5, Tetris, Super Mario Galaxy, uh, Ocarina of Time, Resident Evil, then Minecraft is the top 10. Yeah. Trash list. Uh, 
Drop 7 is 24th. The fuck is Drop 7? 28th is Splatoon. Kerbal Space Program's at 30. Destiny's at 32. That's how you know this this list is no good as soon as you get to 32. What the fuck is Drop 7? Dota 2 is 39. That's way too low. Uh, Drop 7. I can't remember. Oh, it's an iPhone game. Titanfall's in this list. Yeah. Who did this list? Why did you bring this up? Um, oh, it's a Zynga-made iPhone game. Drop 7 is. Well, seems legit. Anyway, uh, trash list, and I just wanted to make fun of it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, Limbo's in here as well. Uh, no, Batman Arkham though. Knight is in here. I know. Of all the fucking Batmans to pick. You put Arkham Knight. Fuck's sake. Fuck's Do they sake. not have Asylum or? No, they don't. Um, wow. The ball's on this person. And the other one I saw was uh, WTF is wrong with video games. Did you see this? Is it a piece oh, of yes. Polygons? Yes. I didn't actually Phil see it. Owen. I saw Ken Levine going off his rocket today about it or yesterday or something. Yeah. Not just Ken Levine. Uh, but most, a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of developers. But I, he was the main one I saw that I was like, what's happening? Yeah. Well, so they fucking should. So basically this dude like writes this big thing comparing video games to movies and then saying video games don't match up. Uh, and uh, He's a games journalist. Because they do all this stuff that doesn't make sense in, in the, like, in terms of how movies are created. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's ridiculous because video games aren't movies, Phil. Maybe you should just watch movies, champ. He's just trying to get clicks for his book. Yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. Anyway, it's trash. Game developers should have every, have every right to be upset by it. What else other news you got, Luke? Uh... Uh, scraping the barrel over here. Wildstar is now free to play. No, I don't care. <laughs> I played that a little bit. I'll probably uh, get back to it at some stage when... Get out of it. When, uh... It was interesting. How many fucking MMOs can you possibly play? A lot. Many. Dozens. Many. Fine. You know what? I'm going back to Destiny. I, I saw this, yes. You think I can't see... <laughs> I get, I don't, like, I don't know why I get these notifications in Facebook. Well, not notifications, but I see it in my fucking feed all the time. I should click the button that says don't show me this. But I saw you in there today. Yep. Being like, someone give me a CD. Yep. Uh, that's terrible. It sounds, it sounds like they've changed, man. Everybody keeps saying, oh, it's a completely different game. I'm like, how, how? It doesn't make, like, Arthur and Jay sat here for an hour last week talking about it. And yeah. No. Well, I'll be the judge. Yeah. Um, Stanley Parable creator. Oh, yeah. Uh, Davey has a new game coming out. Uh, it'll be out by the time you hear this. It's out uh, tomorrow or the day after. Right. It's called The Beginner's Guide. Yeah. I'll watch the trailer. It seems weird. Yeah. Nobody um, seems to know what it is. No. There's just some shitty teaser website up on the internet and yeah. with a bunch of random pictures and the, that's it. Yep. And the video. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe it'll be trash. Maybe it won't be. Maybe, yeah. Uh, the last game was good, so. 
see what happens. That is literally all the news I... Cool. Let's wrap this up. We got emails? Yes, we do. Let's read them. Uh, I got to open it first, though. Okay. We do have emails. The GA podcast at gmail.com. Sweet. Uh, if you're listening to this and you're going to the EB Expo at nine o'clock on a Friday night for some reason, drop by the Bethesda stage where you can see uh, Luke and me battling it out with uh, Paul and Nathan from the fourth player, um, which is, you know, a, um, a podcast from Melbourne that I have guested on a few times. <laughs> oh, I get to read the emails. <coughs> Here we go. Uh, okay. So, emails. GAPodcast at gmail.com. The GL, GAPodcast at gmail.com. Sorry. Um, Harry writes in, Hey, Gappers. It was actually quite refreshing for, ugh, refreshing to listen to the Destiny cast. Makes me remember when Joby wanted to talk non-stop about Minecraft and everyone shat on him. <laughs> but anyway, been playing Metal Gear Solid 5 and Jormy, you're right. What a phenomenal game. There is depth in every aspect from the guard AI to the base management to the graphical detail present in everything. The balls-to-the-wall insane story and near-endless upgrades and unlocks allowing for countless methods of approaching the task at hand. This all said, I've been in a state of awe similar to this when immersed in new games when they first came out. I remember Far Cry 2 and 3, Darksiders and Fallout 3 putting me in a daze. So much so that, looking back, I can see flaws, outdated graphics and bugs. I've already seen a floating gun glitch in Metal Gear Solid 5, by the way. Nothing that would ruin the game, but things completely overlooked at the time. So my question is, how long will it be before we start to see these gripes come out of the woodwork for Metal Gear Solid 5? And will Fallout 4 be even more that we can imagine now and put Metal Gear Solid 5 into perspective? Thanks for the awesome show. Love, Nathan. Oh, sorry. Love, Nathan and Arthur. <laughs> Miss Heath. Thanks. Uh, yeah, that's a good question, Harry. Um, the honeymoon period with games, I think, is a very real thing. And I always tried to review from the perspective of that honeymoon period, like, that feeling you've got where the game is, it's it feels like it is at its best. Because that way, like, I feel like that is the, the essence of that, sort of fuck yeah I've got a new game experience you know like you've got that excitement about having a new game and if it's immediately shithouse and all you can see is flaws then that disappointment is conveyed in the review as well you know mm. um, at the same time yeah no Metal Gear Solid is far from flawless like it's definitely got some issues uh, and I don't I think we'll see them come out before Fallout comes. Four comes out. Um, well, the online component starts up quite soon, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it we does. don't know how that affects the main. Yeah, the main game. Yep, could fucking delete your save if it, when you die or something. I don't know. Yeah, it could. Um, and yeah, I think as we like as we continue to gear up towards Fallout Four, um, people will start to poke more and more holes in it 
Um, but at the same time, I don't think it's. I think you've like just got to grab those the memories you want to keep from the game. Like, I will remember parts of that game for ages that I still can't talk about because I'm pretty sure people still, yeah, people definitely still aren't up to it. But, um, like, I will remember other shit. Like, yeah, the boss fights aren't fantastic. You know, like, um, they are probably some of the weakest in any Metal Gear game. Um, Like, that kind of stuff is just... I think it's par for the course for a um for a game these days. Yeah, you will find flaws eventually. Um yeah. And it's like a evolving medium where everybody's learning from each other how to do things better and two years later you look back at a game and some things are good about it, but other things have people have found better ways of doing it or they've streamlined it and it's just not as good anymore. Yeah. Yeah, well yeah, that's the thing, right? Like Pardon me. Um, you've also got like the Seinfeld effect, um, where uh, if you go back and watch Seinfeld today, right? Um, if you've never watched it before, you might think oh, this this show is so fucking tedious; it doesn't do anything interesting. Mm. But what's actually happened is literally every other sitcom has borrowed so heavily from what Seinfeld created. At that time. Like, back in the day, it was genius. But now, it seems like, yeah, every other sitcom, because all the other sitcoms are borrowing what they can from it. And that's that's what, like, that's why, you know, people have trouble going back to Deus Ex, because like, oh, you know, it's so clunky and shit, because it's a product of its time. Yeah. But in the day... Nothing was doing what Deus Ex did. And that's why, yeah, it's... Like, I still think Deus Ex works. Like, you can still play it today. But, yeah, it is a kind of clunky game. And, mm. yeah. Shit like that. It's ugly, obviously. Um, yeah, that's just, yeah, how how it works, I guess. Anyway, good question, Harry. Thanks for writing in. Um, and I guess that's the show. Yeah, so we'll be at um at EB Expo from uh Friday Friday night. Yep. Um if you're there, I'll try and put this up a day early. Okay. Um otherwise we've been talking about it on on Facebook. Yep. Um I might try and go down on Saturday, I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure yet. I got to see what's what's happening. We're still getting like people asking us about things. Right. Um, but yeah, if you're down there, come and say hello. Yeah, cool. So either of us will be there. Um, I've not had much work going up on my end. Uh, I haven't been putting stuff up. I've been slacking off, <laughs> but I will rectify it as soon as I get a fucking moment. What do you mean? It's been a hectic week. Oh, in the on the website? Yeah. Oh, I put up some of your shit. Oh, thanks. Uh, I put up your Rugby League Live review nice. and something else, yep. something else that you did on the site. But, yeah, cool. But otherwise, like... Uh, I, I had my article go up at Survivor for Rainbow Six. Yep, cool. Um, Rainbow Six Siege last week before the beta went up, um, which was good. So that's at Survivor.com if you want to read that. If you didn't get a chance to play it, yeah, you want some something to read. It's like seven hundred words. Nice. I don't like making long previews or or reviews. Like a thousand's like my cutoff limit. I think <laughs> I'll start doing more video. Video is just so much easier. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. 
Uh, so that's that. We're on twitter.com slash the GA podcast as well. Yep. Um, we're on Facebook as well and the same thing. Uh, you'll find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store. Yep. Cool. Rate and review us on um, iTunes. It helps people find it. We're still... I looked at the other day. We're on the top... We're on the top 20 podcast or something. It's not hard to find. Sick. We're like the only Australian one that's up there, which is good. Baller. Yep. Uh, and then if you look at the episodes list, it's just all Minecraft. And then we're down at like 70 or something. <laughs> I don't know. They're like five minute episodes they do. Right. And they release like 30 of them a week. It's fucked. How are we supposed to compete with that? That's it. it we're going to break this up into 400 episodes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> just try to split it up <laughs> every five minutes. Um, what about yourself? Anything going up at... Oz Gamers, you've had a uh, bunch of things, speed right? preview, and uh, I'm working on some other stuff, but I can't talk about it. We'll talk about it next week. Yes, we will. Um, or you'll see it go up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely check my uh, YouTube channel on, I think, Tuesday morning, I think, mm-hmm. Embargo Lifts, uh, for a lot of footage. Yeah, should be good. Uh, uh, I'm at twitter.com slash Luke Laurie. You're at Joby Jojo. Nice. And that's the same as my YouTube channel and my Twitch. Sweet. Yeah. Hey, uh, before we go. Yep. Uh, a friend of ours passed away. Yes. That's pretty sad. Yeah. Uh, he was, he worked on Oz Gamers and, um, he was a good dude. Uh, and, yeah, we did trips together, and we had a lot of fun. Uh, he was, yeah, he was a good dude, and uh, he took his own life, and, uh, and that's pretty sad. And so I just wanted to say uh, goodbye to Noren. Yeah, Noren Houston. Uh, he was a rad dude. Yeah, we um we might, uh, I might just yeah we'll leave it at um at that this week. We won't put any outro music or anything like that. Yeah. Um, this month was Suicide Awareness Month. Yeah. Um, yeah, if, if you're having like any problems with, with a mental illness or depression or anything, um, yeah, definitely talk to somebody about it. It might like the, the thing about depression is that you don't think anyone will care or you don't care enough, but people do, but people, other people care. Yeah. Other people care and just try to remember that. Yeah. There are people that care. And if you don't want to talk to friends or family about it, there are hotlines. Yeah. Um, that professional people can talk to you about it and uh yeah i mean we we're all in huge shock when we found out yeah um and the outpouring of support for him was was pretty great and it's just unfortunate that it's such a terrible disease that sometimes you can't think clearly and yeah things happen yeah, yeah. exactly anyway naran we'll, we'll miss you dude yeah um this this episode's for you buddy <laughs>